It's so good to be with you all this morning. So in my elementary school, the culmination of each year was the annual Great Brain Project. Each student had to pick a topic, research it all year long, and present it in front of the whole class. In third grade, I did my Great Brain Project on Beanie Babies. Amen, if you remember that phenomenon, amen? <laughs> you may remember these small plush toys that someone thought we should all be collecting. Not really sure why, not even sure that I liked Beanie Babies that much, though clearly I had already figured out how to brilliantly muddle the waters between getting my mom to buy me toys and doing my homework. It does seem like some part of my eight-year-old brain was already invested in throwing expectation to the wind, taking the road less traveled, third grade report card be damned. At some point during the school year, I realized that Beanie Babies were not actually a very good research project. Besides how to store your collectibles and the shockingly high prices that a rare deep fuchsia Patty the platypus was supposedly go for, there wasn't actually a lot to say. And this is the point when one might start over. One might apologetically tell Ms. Susan of my third grade class that I was sorry and could I pick dinosaurs or the hole in the ozone layer or the Berlin Wall or some reasonable third grade project. But I didn't. In denial about what wasn't working, We've all been there. Ashamed that I had picked wrong, I just pushed through. Deep fuchsia patty on my poster board. I later went on to illustrious great brain projects, I assure you, on topics such as desserts, not a misspelled project on deserts, as my teacher originally thought, and also wine. Maybe not your typical elementary school research projects, but I did learn something from the Beanie Babies about how it feels when you wish you had just started over, when you wish you had just Control-Alt-Deleted twice. I've always been a kind of push-through, just-keep-going kind of person. Uh, well, it's not going to be perfect, so might as well get on with it person. A person who believes that far too often perfection is the enemy of our good. That society has made us so anxious about performing right that we forget that any meaningful practice can be better than nothing at all. That, as Annie Dillard says, in so many moments, there is only us, unfit, not ready, each of us having chosen wrongly, made a false start. In a lot of ways, what our world needs is pushing through, just making it happen. As you may know, I'm very fond of quoting UU religious educator Leila Ibrahim, who says, the only choice is between imperfect community and no community. And so for me, starting over feels like very scary territory. What if starting over means a setback that I never recover from? What if I lose momentum? at a job, in a relationship, in justice work, starting over, making it new, so often feels like a risk not worth taking when I could just edit, tweak a little here or there as I push on through. 
Google Docs, I think, might be part of the problem. It's so easy, maybe too easy, to just go back and change a word there, a sentence there. There is the option to delete and start again, but even then, my early words are never truly gone, always lurking, ghost-like, under revision history, just waiting to be resurrected. Even the trash can is easy to click on and find whatever I threw out, just there waiting. I can't think of the last time I really created something fully and then scrapped it and started totally again. I've never been able to finish a knitting project, so much love to all you knitters out there. And I think part of why is because I'm so scared to unravel any of those stitches. That if I need to go back and fix something, the fragility of it all and the futility of ever being able to fix what has gone wrong can feel overwhelming. And so editing is more appealing, keeping on going, fluffing the yarn so it kind of covers what didn't get fixed seems easier than starting over again and doing it right. Some months ago, I was at a training with a group of Asian Pacific Islander folks trying to figure out our role in supporting black liberation. We were learning about the process of creating effective direct actions that reveal and confront the violence of white supremacy. The trainer was wonderful and quick to reassure us that every action is different, that figuring out how to be flexible, trusting, and decisive in the moment is more important than any idea of perfection. At one point he said, there is no perfect social justice action. And then he paused and said, except there was one, once. And Adrian Marie Brown, the poet and organizer and visionary, wrote about it in a piece called The Perfect Action. Brown writes, the action from what I observed was perfection. Every entrance into the Oakland Police Department was blockaded. The street in front of the entrance blockaded on both ends abundantly, the banners stunning and clear, saying, complacency is consent, black and breathing. A flag flying from the flagpole held in place by a brave human who scaled it with muscle and rope, with the faces of our recent martyrs stating once again, black lives matter. Adrienne Marie Brown says, I cannot overstate how powerful the container felt with the Blackout Collective and other black folks yelling, show me what solidarity looks like, and allies on the street and locked to the doors all yelling back, this is what solidarity looks like. Perfection, says Adrienne. Is this why we start over? Because if we just started over, every action could be perfect? Of course, no. Maybe it is, though, about separating out starting over and perfection. That we start over not because what we're working on is imperfect, since we know that whatever is next is sure to be, too, but because sometimes the vision we're working for requires it. I've been part of a lot of groups who love later. Maybe you've been part of them too. We're really good at later we will, dot, dot, dot. 
Later, we will figure out how to have meetings at times that work for people who don't know their schedule ahead of time or who can't get to that location. Later, we will figure out how to include new people, or later we will figure out how to share the work equitably. Later, we will dot, dot, dot. What I'm learning is that for a lot of communities, later never comes, and that's okay. That's okay if it's not a central part of the vision. Because truly, it's hard to do everything. It was part of a recent action that was not perfect, and it was very beautiful. A group of us blocked the doors to the South Bay Correctional Facility where Immigration and Customs Enforcement rents beds where detainees of our prison system and our immigration incarceration system are held. We did a debrief a few weeks ago, and someone said they wished the group had been bigger and believed it could have been if we'd organized more effectively. In some way, that's true. And in other ways, it's really hard to do a lot of things at once. Hard to build a large group, large group of folks who feel trust and connection while also planning legal, jail support, strategy. And so I said, I think it's okay. I think it's okay that we didn't focus on getting dozens and dozens of people, because it's hard to do everything at once. Sometimes what we're latering is core to our vision and purpose, and then we need to start over. If there are no moms with kids in your group and it's a mom's group, you may want to start over not because of perfection, but because that's core to the vision. If there are no queers of color in your queers of color group, you may want to start over, not because of perfection, but because that's core to vision. But for me, it can sometimes seem like the trickiest balance to not let starting over be about perfection, but instead about vision. As some of you may know, our Unitarian Universalist Association, our denominational body where I work, has been experiencing some profound truth-telling, changes in leadership, and hopefully renewed commitment to resisting white supremacy. And one of the many powerful moments I've been able to witness are one of our co-presidents, the Reverend Sophia Betancourt, gathered a group of 15 longtime UU leaders of color to ask them what a commission on institutional change might look like. Her conviction was that so many times we had begun a process and then partway in brought that vision to UU leaders of color to ask for feedback or support, but that we had never fully begun from nothing with you leaders of color. We can learn from when we should have begun again in the past, learn how to start over when our vision requires it. From the Gospel of Mary Magdala, the only existing early Christian gospel written in the name of a woman, become content at heart while also remaining discontent and disobedient. Maybe there is a way to be at peace with our imperfection in our hearts and discontent enough to throw it all away when our vision of what could be calls us to. To be both content with the messiness of life and also willing to scrap it all and start again when it's necessary.
So let's try it. Let's take a moment to think about a project that you might be working on. Could be something here in your spiritual community at work, at school, at your kids' school, a thing you are knitting, bless you, or growing in your garden or writing. And think about something that is imperfect and it is good enough. Think about something that is imperfect and is good enough. And hold that in your mind, be it big or little. And let's bless it. Let's say together, let it be good enough. Let's say it together. Let it be good enough. And now, let's think about something that you're part of or working on that could use a big old starting over. Not like a revision history starting over, but like a total scrap and begin again that could use a Control-Alt-Delete, a blank state slate. Something whose vision requires beginning again. Let's hold that in our mind and let's bless it. Let's say together, let it begin again. Let it begin again. Annie Dillard says, there is no one to send, not a clean hand or a pure heart on the face of the earth, but there is us, unfit, not yet ready, each of us having chosen wrongly, made a false start, and willing to control alt delete, willing to begin again. Amen, and may it be so.